0: You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned you press play it's too late to stop stop. get ready to podcast all right hey welcome to another edition of vegas bad boys of podcasting it is i dj impact and we got sin city steve and it would just be us two tonight just the two of us yeah man everyone's getting sick you know it's it's been a little cold in vegas i i think sometimes if people forget that because when you think of vegas it's always just hot and it's hot no we we actually get four seasons now i will say spring and fall usually only last about two weeks it's usually just uh a winter and then summer <laughs> you know right now absolutely it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like right now, I mean, I think we're technically still in fall, but it's winter it, weather, you know, I think right now it's in the forties, you know? So I don't know, but nevertheless it's cold and everyone's out sick and we wish everyone to get well, nevertheless, we're here. And uh, Hey man, just to start off since city, you know, we wasn't here last week. We're celebrating Thanksgiving with our, our families and all. Um, and the guy's, Put on an impromptu show because of what happened to Survivor Series. Um, we what, had the re- what what happened at Survivor Series? Well, our truth showed up. Oh, that's that's what it is. Okay, wait, 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 hold up. Nope, I got it wrong. Damn it. Randy Orton showed up. That I dude, that that I remember I
1: remember my news feed just blowing yeah. up
0: with that. That okay. was the biggest thing oh, to come out of Survivor. Series. Oh, yeah. Fuck. How am I messing this up? It was the return of CM Punk. Who? (laughs) Listen, because we never gave our thoughts or whatever about this. We heard everybody. I'm just curious. I mean, this. What's your thoughts? I mean, considering that you know he started it. uh, He came to AEW, and this was supposed to be really big for the company. And we've had tons of talks about how everything just degraded really quick after you know a certain amount of time and. And uh, we thought that was pretty much the end. And next thing we know, you know, he's popping up at WWE. What's your thoughts initially? I mean, honestly,
1: it'd be easy for me to, you know, as the resident AEW guy to sit here and to, you know, shit can Phil Brooks and CM Punk. I mean, the fact is he's back where he belongs. Um, And that's not meant as a slight. um, Things didn't really click for CM Punk and AEW. Um yeah, there was the novelty, the shock vac, the shock factor and you know, the value of seeing CM Punk back after so long being out of out of the public eye in terms of professional wrestling. Right. Um but the the fact is that something just didn't gel. Yeah. And for for better or worse, um CM Punk did his thing there, held the A- the AEW World Championship. And is no longer with the company. And according to the internet, <laughs> um, he uh, evidently has signed an NDA, so we probably won't <laughs> hear anything from him concerning those other three letters right. um, in any promos. Which I know that's what a lot of people were looking for. They were looking for the pipe bomb part two, right? Um, and and instead, he uh, CM Punk came out, and you know. I'm not saying this is my opinion of it, but a okay. lot of people on the internet looked at his promo as a bit of gaslighting and as a bit of um, you know him eating humble pie and you know trying to smooth things over as best that he possibly can, uh, yeah. as best he possibly could. Um, but the fact is, you know, it, CM Punk belongs in, in WWE. That's that's what it is, and if he's going to be in professional wrestling he should be on that stage and i i have friends that were in the audience Mm -hmm. uh, at survivor series when he showed up and went absolutely fucking mental um that's what that's really what professional wrestling is about is getting that interaction that spontaneous reaction that you don't see coming um whether it's Things like Seth Rollins cashing in the Money in the Bank at Mania Thirty One that I was fortunate enough to be there for.
0: Yeah, um,
1: you know whether it's it, it. There are certain core memories. Yeah. Um, and you know it. I'm glad that the people in Chicago were able to add another core memory um, by being there and be, mm-hmm. by being live. I just genuinely hope that CM Punk doesn't uh, act as he has in every other promotion where he's been um and that is you know burning bridges and you know causing a, ba- a bit of backstage turmoil
0: um, and that's kind of where i'm at um with this i as excited as everyone is having him back i um i i am just kind of on on reserve here i just want to see how it all turns out i i don't want the same drama that i was seeing over at AEW to appear here and i would be honest with you because I, I i i didn't really think i would see him back in wwe but i'm sure uh a conversation was had that listen you know all that drama you had over there you can't you you can't bring here first off absolutely you, if you do bring in here i mean this is it for you you're done i mean yes. <laughs> Uh, you not, know, and and
1: not yeah. not unless he wants to go to impact or tna and that's sure. not meant as a slight on tna but that is the one bridge that, that cm punk has left in the entire business
0: true true and i'll tell you one thing i thought it was interesting as as we all went off the air and he hit and he after his promo and i don't know how many people saw it cuz mm-hmm. we are all conditioned that once you see the little logo pop up to turn it off but <laughs> but he quickly said, um, yeah, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. <laughs> yep. Now, the funny thing is that that's what we always knew. And by the way, I got a question. Right. Yeah. You know, in, in, in Sin City, you'd be uh, happy. I did watch. At least I got a chance to watch a little bit of uh, Dynamite. Almost all of it. Um, I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you. But I noticed MJ up in his promo did kind of mention the idea of, you know, people out in the company just to kind of make money. It was like a little slight reference. I thought that was maybe towards uh, the other guy over there uh, when that was said, but, um, but I think the difference is WWE can, you know, they can handle that because the machine is going to make way more money. Yeah. He'll make his money, but they're going to make tons of more money and have more control than what he thought he could do over at AEW, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess he gets his wish, but you know, WWE is is ultimately going to come out on top no matter how he if he messed this up or not. I'm yeah. hearing like John put in here, what is he said he's already the top three or four or five merch sellers in WWE. So he's number one. Oh, he's number one. Oh, he's number wow. one. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, he's he's number one merch seller in the company already. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, Um, and yeah, and and shout out to John here. He also says it's really surprising how Triple H said this came about quickly last minute, thanks to Nick Khan. And we all thought this was a slam dunk deal since he was fired back in last minute. (laughs) You don't think it was last minute? Fuck no. no.
1: Now obviously obviously there there's the whole you know corner of the internet that thinks that CM Punk was sent as an undercover operative the entire time from WWE to take AEW down from within. Mm. But I don't necessarily, Ooh, I don't subscribe yeah. to that. I don't subscribe <laughs> to that, but just so that you know that viewpoint is out there.
0: Yeah, so. I think I did see that come across. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious." It is. It is. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. Um, did by chance did you catch what Raw ratings was this week? I'm assuming they had to be pretty. Uh, uh, I good.
1: did see that they went
0: up. Um, yeah, I can definitely check for you here. Yeah, I, I'm sure that was. Uh, and of course, saving him for the end of the show was the uh, the best way to do that because it kept oh, it absolutely was it kept everybody waiting to see when he was going to. Uh, to come out so i'm sure right yeah raw did a a really good job in the ratings there uh yeah it. uh so it was
1: up 29 percent over last week okay. um 1.88 million viewers
0: okay yeah definitely a lot of interest in that
1: uh key key demo was 0. 0.86 which was up uh 34 from week prior
0: got you got you yeah, so it's definitely going to um be interesting to see where uh this all goes. It was exciting looking at Raw. I get a chance to see Raw and SmackDown. And uh, you know, they got a lot to fill in as we got nine or now I guess eight weeks until the Royal Rumble, but I thought Raw did a uh, a really good show, despite the fact that um, you know, you have CM Punk at the end. I thought Randy Orton showing up was um was, uh it's also just uh, an exciting time to have them back because there's so many different matches uh that we also can get uh with that that we probably haven't seen and it was it was it was just funny how he just quickly took out uh Dominic and uh, McDonough poor McDonough but uh <laughs> but nevertheless that that was a, a good match to see I I will tell you if people one of the matches I thought that probably would have got overlooked on raw and that's, and it's fair because I, you know, one of the bottom line is Ivar is just not a, um, <laughs> Oh boy. Um, Ivar is just one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that for people who do who don't watch our, uh, who listens to the podcast but don't watch don't watch us live all type of comments come through and so you hear us laughing it's like what are they laughing about American Bam Bam put uh, Steve in in his own personal hell right now all this talk about WWE is about the queue up my own prison creed <laughs> you know I, I, I don't think very much could uh, prompt me to cue up that song <laughs> nice, right. nice nice try American Bam Bam but uh but uh, so I'm not I'm not crazy over Ivar, but the Bronson match and Ivar was that match was fire. I got to give props to that. I would have never thought having them have a match together. We would really get something out of it. Uh, two big guys. But you've got guys that, you know, when you when you watch Ivar do the moves he does on top of the, the, the ring and you see how big he goes, it just uh, he takes it to another level. You know, and Bronson Reed's the same way. So having two big guys that do a lot of the moves that we see our uh our, our two fifteen guys, do, guys doing our two oh five guys doing is is quite uh is quite amazing. So I thought that that was really good uh this past week on Raw. Um another quick mention that I want to throw out there is what they're doing with uh with, with Drew McIntyre. I mean this guy busted his forehead head button seth and the storyline with him is just uh i'm really liking where all of that is going i mean he's uh, yeah i i
1: mean <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it in 3 count but uh yeah i don't know yeah. how much longer that's going to last
0: i know i know but he's still putting in the
1: work yeah you know course. he's still selling it you know and because and he's that. a professional bro yeah
0: yeah he is um uh, and, and,
1: and there's no one on the panel tonight to talk shit about drew mcintyre finally, finally. And I don't know
0: and, and I don't know how they I don't know how michaels does talk shit about him as if he's doesn't like he's not a worker as if he's not entertaining yeah, yeah. you know everybody has a different level of of of, of entertainment value mm-hmm. to them and his might Absolutely. not be you know what we see in and in, and in, in sammy zayn or or you know Somebody and and Rollins, but his character, which is a you know don't fuck me with me type guy, it works for him. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, it's going to be very interesting. But I thought overall, Raw did uh, it. It was a good show from 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 the start of the show to the uh, to the end. What was your take? I know you didn't get a chance to watch Raw. Over, over an AEW, though, like I said, I did watch a little bit of AEW. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I will, like, in terms of wrestling, like, I never give crap over what AEW does in terms of their wrestling. It's just that I don't get involved. It, there's no story to any right. a lot of the things they put. But, like, the the Mark Briscoe match, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was great. You Know what yeah. I'm saying? That he had and so again that was something that was good to see. It was just not nothing to get invested in. Or who's the other one? The top flight, top flight.
1: Yeah, the uh uh Dante Martin, Darius Martin, and Action Andretti. Yeah, yeah. another and, one. And yeah, that that was the good, the crazy thing that blew my mind. And this honestly, this was a part of my WTF's uh initially. Sure. And and the reason why is for for nothing negative whatsoever. Yeah um but the fact that dante martin returned to action after his lower leg injury that mm-hmm. happened on march the uh, 31st okay um you you know the one where his foot was bent like 90 degrees in the opposite <laughs> direction I where it should have been it. yeah and and then and then they showed the fucking clip of the injury like they showed the clip of the fucking injury and the break right. or yes. dislocation or whatever yeah and i'm like what the hell but the mere fact that he's back in the ring eight months after that happened yeah. um, is is telling. Um, it, it was really cool for him to to return in his hometown. Uh, he and Darius are from Minneapolis, so for them to be able to you know show up and and wrestle in their hometown, I'm sure was huge for those guys. On the other side of that match, you have uh, reports of Matt and Jeff Hardy complaining about their creative usage in AEW to which I promptly have to ask realistically, what would you expect AEW to do for the Hardys as a tag team? They are, you know, they're not going to be pushed anymore. Um, They quite frankly, you know, they're, they're going to be in the business of putting over the younger talent, which is exactly what they did on this show. Um, And yeah I know that might be a a hard pill to swallow but that's just the way that it is. Um and you know no one can ever take away the accomplishments that those guys have made to the business. Yeah. But unfortunately that is that is where they are best used at this point. Um Yeah. But yeah it's 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 pretty crazy man. Um the AEW had a lot of multi-man matches this week though dude. A yeah. lot. Like Maybe. uh I know you um you mentioned you saw part of dynamite. Yeah. All of rampage, all okay. of rampage was yeah. a multi-person, multi-person matches. Was it? Okay. So literally the, the first match was an eight person uh, tag match. And then the other three matches on the show were all six person tag matches.
0: So the reason behind that just to it, get people more work. Or something? I, I mean,
1: I guess to get more people on the, on the shows to get them more ring time. Um, I, You know, I've never been a huge fan of, you know, loading a show up with all multi-person tag matches. Right. Um, The only exception being, you know, the old school Survivor Series where it was elimination style. Um, But these were not elimination style. This just seems, you know, it was Rampage was a fun hour of TV, but there wasn't anything that was like, holy shit, that was fucking fantastic. Right. So
0: um, they
1: they do have trios titles, too yet those trios titles didn't show up on a show that was all multi-person matches. Right. Make it make sense.
0: What's your take on the on uh, John's comment here? How about Britt Breaker's tweet after dynamite that blew up X going into business for herself, airing grievances, or is she being devilish? What was what, your take on that, man?
1: As I've said numerous times on this show, <laughs> the absolute best case scenario is, for the devil reveal is for her to be is for the devil to be Britt Baker mm. so obviously you know the I could easily see because that was that was a a ish tweet you know that was something that was out of character mm. for brit for the Britt Baker the baby face Brit Baker that everybody's so used to seeing yeah um so it's it's just one of those things that dude when I saw that tweet i the very first thing that came to my mind was, holy shit, they're going to do it. And, yeah. you know, the, the thing is that really comes to mind is this past week on Dynamite, we saw the devil and his minions attack MJF. Everybody pointed out, oh, the devil's a huge guy. He There's no way it's going to be Britt Baker. If you look, the devil has been portrayed by people of varying sti- uh, sizes and statures. Yeah. So it's obviously it's obvious that they're rotating it it around. Um, I do have to point out though something that was interesting. The segment immediately after that, Wardlow had a squash match, and his uh, his hair looked like it had been styled earlier in the day, and then it got really messed up, like it was maybe under a mask. Mm. <laughs> and he fits the description of the person who was playing the devil that night. So, yeah. yeah. Is Wardlow part of this faction, especially with his comments that he's going to take everything from Max? I think that's a pretty safe bet.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Quickly, just jumping right back over uh, to Raw, I quickly forgot to mention uh, Shinsuke and um, Cody. That's going to be the next matchup. And let me say, sign me up for that one. Uh, Shinsuke as is has been on fire as a heel. The only thing I wish, and I wish this was just something they did in general, is whenever the wrestlers go into heel mode that they change their music up somewhat because people still want to sing along to his song. And uh, you know, we don't want to. You know, you don't want your 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 heel. You don't want them singing along with them. Um, do a chopping screw or something that just it remixes, you know, you kind of keep the same thing, but you can't really do the singing anymore to it. Um, but I, I mean, mean they I was,
1: tried that once before with with his prior heel run, and it worked out pretty well. So yeah. I don't know why they didn't just either you know remix that or do something similar, just as you're mentioning there.
0: Yeah. Um because as soon and, as and, and finished, yes. That match, by the way, me. that
1: might that might get me to tune back into
0: WWE. Right, exactly. Yes, yes. When I saw the mist and I saw him come back out and all that, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on that one. That's exciting. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I say, after he did the mist and all that, they played a song, and now people starting to want to sing along, and and I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's what that's supposed to be. But um, no, not at all. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I thought I forgot to mention that. Um, I do want to mention that go ahead, man. Jump back on.
1: I I, I was, I was just going to mention, um, you know, it would be criminal for us to not discuss the, the AEW continental classic, um, the AEW's version of the G1 climax tournament from new Japan pro wrestling. Okay. Um, this week, you know, you mentioned the Mark Briscoe and Roosh match. Um, absolutely good stuff there. Um, but elsewhere on Dynamite, and you know, I know that you said that you only saw part of the show. Yeah. The sad thing is is that you didn't see, quite frankly, one of the best parts of the show, and that was Jay White versus Swerve Strickland in the main event. Um, which was one hell of a match, dude.
0: I'll go back and yeah. watch. Yeah, definitely go yeah. back
1: and watch that one.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I'm not gonna spoil the match for you, but obviously if people are watching this, they know who won. Um, but Seriously, both of these guys had amazing showings in this tournament. And it's a great thing, even for, you know, the loser of this match. Uh, it's not a single elimination tournament. So it's a round robin mm. style tournament. So the loser of that match can still win their their league and go on to face the winner of the Blue League um, at World's End. So that's, that's very good. Um, yeah. Solid match there. But I'll tell you dude, Collision was the show this week if you liked in ring action. Uh, yeah, had yeah, Brody King versus Claudio Castagnoli. Okay. And uh that was that was in the Continental Classic as well. Okay. Dude, Claudio actually swung Brody King. Did he? He swung Brody King several times. Yeah. Um yeah. super impressive. Um always Brody been- King actually did get the win though.
0: Oh, did? Oh, wow. Okay. Brody
1: King actually beat Claudio. So, yeah. yeah, Brody King now has six points after two matches. So he's in great position so far. Um, Daniel Garcia, Andrade El Idolo, they had a really solid match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real shining moment in this match or the, the shining aspect of this match was Daddy Magic Matt Menard on commentary. I'm telling you right now, after that guy's in-ring career is done, he needs to be a heel player a heel color commentator because okay. dude, he did it during the pandemic on AEW dark and dark elevation. Okay. Dude is so fucking good on commentary. It, yeah.
0: So he was, he was on the whole show for collision or part of it.
1: No, just, just that, uh, Daniel Garcia and Andrade. Benz. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which Andrade did pick up the win. Uh, they didn't have him win with the figure eight this time. Uh, had him get the pinfall, but still. Yeah. And then, Quite probably the best match I saw on AEW TV this week, Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston in the Continental Classic. Um, dude, it oh, was awesome. as advertised, exactly what you would think you would get from these guys. You know, Danielson being the odds-on favorite to win the thing. Kingston, the Ring of Honor World Champion and New Japan's strong openweight champion. Putting those titles on the line in this tournament, you really had to make both guys look strong. And they yeah. did a good job of that. Um, Danielson did pick up the win, uh, it was not by submission. It was in a pinfall, uh, in 16 minutes, quite honestly, I thought that we were going to see our first, uh, our first draw, uh, because if the match goes 20 minutes, it's a draw one point to each guy. So mm. we haven't seen one yet, but it's only a matter of time.
0: Sure. Yeah. I saw that, uh, that promo that between those two at, um, on dynamite, I'm over there looking at. Uh, first off, I'm looking at Eddie going, man, he's got a belly that looked like mine's. <laughs> <What the> hell's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> right? What the hell's going on here? But um, but, and he looked like he was in in no condition to be fighting while he's sitting like that. And then and then Daniel over here, all hyped up and pretty much saying what he's going to do despite the fact he's got this patch on on his eye and uh, as John
1: as John saying in the chat Danielson wearing a jock strap on his face that was called an eye patch yeah that's about right <laughs> obviously uh, Brian Danielson's still wrestling with the orbital orbital bone fracture
0: so got gotcha. you yeah but well, it's good to see that that match turned out pretty good because it 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 sounded like it from the promo that that was going to be a fiery yeah. match so yeah it was fire I have to definitely go back and check out. Like I will tell you this, in terms of a uh, a SmackDown as always great entertainment, uh it came down to uh both General Managers wanting to sign Randy Orton. Uh I thought that was pretty great to see which way he was going to uh see which way he was going to go on that and of course Randy did uh uh sign with the SmackDown brand. So that's pretty cool. It's going to be a lot of good matches we'll get out of that. But the most entertaining Portion of that entire show, I gotta be honest with you, it's gonna go to a person who I'm Steve. He's growing on me, he's growing on me. Logan Paul, Ooh. He, he is growing on me. I'm telling you, he is, dude. His first off, you talk about commentary, the things he's good on the mic. I mean, when I when you listen to his promo, that entire promo without a beat, I mean, he is just right on it even the 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 insults i mean everything is just it's perfectly packaged like just just that and then on commentary he was on a whole nother level as well uh the things he was he was saying about um ko like i I can't (laughs) um i can't even remember half of them uh if, if you just go back and just watch the commentary the little things that he say I mean, at some point, you hear kind of cold or, or, uh, or what's his name? Just just laughing, uh, just because of some of the things he that comes out of his his mouth. Yeah. Uh, he, he almost called him like, uh, he, he called him something like, uh, like he's an, oh, I can't even figure it. It's something had to do with Otis and him being on the Otis diet type, but it was a really yeah, line. Yeah. That's what, uh, John just posted in the chat. Or did he say that? Hold on. Uh, Oh, yes, exactly. But he had a term he actually used though. Uh all this on a diet. Maybe that's exactly this the, the words he said. But uh, but yeah, but all types of lines, but not just that, although he didn't wrestle, he's also shown that he can he can get in the ring and do the work. Absolutely. So this guy is becoming like like the perfect heel, not not a person I would ever you know, like, or cheer for him. Cause every time he was saying stuff, I was just saying, dude, you're such a jackass. You're such a dumb, like, like I just wanted to, just, I would just call him insults in my own house as I was watching it. You know what I mean? Like you're right. such a dick, you know, like everything that just came out of your mouth was just like, it just makes you just not want to like him, but that automatically. Working as you know? intended,
1: bro. Yeah. Working as intended. He's a heel. Come on. Yes. He
0: is. he is. And perfect perfect at it and uh and if they end up being ko as they're starting this tournament for the united states championship man what would be interesting is what logan would do for that belt we pay no attention to belt you know most of, especially not that belt but kind of watching with this tournament and what was going on between him and ko is definitely got me interested it's got me interested i you know you want i actually want ko to win this this whole but we got to see there's also a mystery nxt partner that's going to come in too so doesn't he have
1: a hand injury didn't wwe say that ko has a like a couple of broken bones in his hand or something
0: yeah and they and yeah and they and he and and that definitely was played within the match as well but he was was able to handle himself uh easily you know still with that so and and
1: honestly yeah if he's working with with you know, broken bones in his hand, then I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that just shows what kind of dedication Kevin Owens has, man. We've known it for years and yeah, this, this guy is just, he's awesome. Absolutely. We can make out.
0: And, and John is right. When he was talking about, you know, too sweet as how he was selling his hand injury, because like when you watch that match, I w- there were certain times I was ready to see him like, you know, like almost forget that idea that that you know selling that gimmick or whatever but he was always he just remembered it at all point even when he was doing all his moves off the ring it's like wow so you, you gotta you gotta respect that but outside Absolutely. of that man that was um that was it for me uh, watching uh both for those shows and um and again get a chance to watch a little bit of uh of dynamite uh did the, you
1: uh, did you happen to see the the christian cage promo i
0: did with see that. adam Copeland i did <laughs> how
1: about the uh how about the guys at t b s for completely fucking up the uh the yes. button huh
0: they did i i was like wow that actually got through yeah
1: <laughs> yeah they didn't they didn't get the go fuck yourself but they got half of what christian said following it right but yeah it, you know it it it's it's pretty awesome that next week dynamite debuts in Montreal and we are getting Christian cage versus Adam Copeland for the TNT title. And of course, you know, we're going to get some sort of a fuck finish. I'm sure, but it'll end up leading to them having a match at world's end. Um, and quite frankly, you know, all kayfabe aside next Wednesday is December 6th, which just so happens to be an unobserved national holiday, also known as sin city, Steve's birthday. So Uh (laughs) thank, thank you, Tony Khan. For the birthday present of Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage for my birthday.
0: Nah. I it. <laughs> that is that is perfect. You took, I'm, I'm assuming you took the, the day off from work too, right? So you, you're oh, going to be okay. I just want to make sure you of know the whole, the whole day is going to be planning for this uh, this show in Montreal. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know about that, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you you give a little bit time to it. I, I, well, I yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, well, you know, what? I might actually try to watch that because I am interested to see where they're going to go with um, with, with, with that whole thing. I, I haven't watched the whole... In fact, because I haven't been keeping up with uh, AEW, I probably hadn't watched it since um, Adam showed up at the, the pay-per-view. Uh, so I had... Yeah, no. I, so, so I hadn't been watching it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I mean, I, I don't have time. I bet. <laughs> so come on, it was,
1: Come on, Mr. Worldwide.
0: Shit. <laughs> But I, I had literally asked the question. I was like, by the way, what is going on between, you know, Christian and Adam? What's the storyline up to? So when he finally came out, I was like, okay, I I I okay, can I see where we're at now. Um, also,
1: also though props to props to them for changing Luchasaurus's name. So he is he is no longer Luchasaurus. He is now kill switch
0: Oh. Is that so? Which,
1: yeah, which uh, honestly, I I love the name. Um and uh, also Christian Cage nicknamed Nick Wayne as the prodigy Nick Wayne, which just so happened to be the nickname that he was using on the Indies for years anyway. Um, and I'm sure American Bam Bam would say that he's still on the Indies right now. So it makes sense. But...
0: <laughs> Definitely something American Bam Bam would say. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, well, cool, man. We'll have to check in and uh and 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 see how that all goes and um and uh yeah and prepare for another week of wrestling. Outside of that, man, I think that is all we got for this talk. We uh thank everybody for just kind of listening and um and hanging out with us. We do got three count coming up next. You got a chance to see what some of those topics were that we're going to uh discuss. And um, so we ask you to please join back in for that and um thanks for everybody for um for hanging out with us and uh and we always love when you do when you can try to uh be try to uh come on live with us every sunday we hop on about uh, 8 p.m pacific standard time so you know if you happen to be up somewhere you know we only hold you for about 40 minutes and uh then after that we go into three counts about another 40 minutes and then we let you go to sleep. <laughs> so it's we try right. to yeah, we don't hold you too too uh too long, all right. So with that, we'll see you next time. Uh take care and happy wrestling biggest bad boys of podcasting.